You know, there's a study out, and this is really mind-blowing, 80% of doctor visits are related to stress. If somebody's watching too much of the news or they have a stressful situation in their family or at work, you know, that actually raises stress hormones like cortisol, which then weakens the immune system. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. In this episode, I'm gonna be interviewing Dr. Axe on affordable and free ways to boost your immune system this winter. It's a really interesting conversation. And then we're gonna talk about skincare and ways to save on it. I know a lot of my girlfriends overspent on skincare. Uh, including myself since the pandemic. But first, let's talk about road trip hacks. The holidays are quickly approaching and it can be so easy to waste money. So here are some ways to save money and time while traveling. Take a listen. The holiday season is upon us and road trips are about to happen. All right, you can save a ton of money by just driving skipping the airplanes, skipping the airports, getting in the car and driving. So a family of four can fly from Nashville to New Orleans for $500. Or the same family could drive from Nashville to New Orleans in about $130 worth of gas. Yeah. So road tripping is super budget friendly and it's really the cheapest way to get to your destination. So let's talk through some road trip hacks to save you more and more money. All right, number one, the way you drive impacts your gas bill. Mm-hmm. You know, pedal to the metal, lead foot, all those things. You actually waste so much gas driving that way. So instead, just follow the speed limit, use cruise control to keep you consistent. Don't slam on your brakes or on your gas and like all this, because that just wastes gas. Need to use cruise control a little bit more, a little bit more, save that money. All right, number two, fully inflated tires get the best mileage. This is so interesting because you can inflate your tires for free at most car washes or gas stations. Even if you don't know how to do this, I bet one of your friends does. Just do this because again, it saves you on mileage. It's really interesting. Number three, get your car checked before you hit the road. Now, some places will do this for free. So ask your mechanic, but have them just go over just kind of the basics because what can happen is one of the basics could be kind of off. And if you're on the road trip and it gets worse and worse and worse and breaks, then it's gonna cost more money to have to go back and fix everything. So instead, you could just do a little bit of adjustments here or there to avoid breakdowns later. Number four, prep travel food ahead of time. So prepare your food. And so this is gonna save you money because you will not be stopping at restaurants. So on-the-go options for snacks, usually for kids. I mean, it's crackers, cheese sticks, fruit, veggies, popcorn, granola bars. Like have food from home because that is gonna save you money versus just saying every you know two to three hours, we're hungry, we're hungry, I'm hungry. You got some healthy snacks in the car, can keep you going stronger. Number five, bring your coffee from home. Yeah. Aldi sells a 12-ounce bag of coffee for $5.99, and it brews 36 cups of coffee from that one bag. Versus if you went to Starbucks for that 36 cups, you would pay about $86. Yeah. So coffee, 
Make it at home first if you can. It's gonna save you a lot of money on that road trip. Number six, speaking of food, eat up everything that's in your refrigerator that will go bad while you're gone. So don't let your groceries just spoil in the refrigerator. Use that food on the road trip. And if you struggle in this area, you can check out my brand new meal planner and grocery savings guide. It's gonna help you buy only what you need and use what is left in the refrigerator. So you can text meal plan to 33789. Number seven, avoid holiday weekends and travel in the off season. So if you couldn't do this, you guys, this is gonna save so much money. Because if you look, especially for places to stay, like hotels, Airbnbs, they're always more expensive during the holidays. In fact, some hotel prices can increase up to $500 a night during holidays. So watch when you're actually taking the road trip and see if you can avoid those holidays. Number eight, if you enjoy the outdoors, you can find campsites to stay in for free. So some national forest campgrounds, they don't cost a thing. You just bring your tent, you enjoy, have a family vacation, road trip to a great national forest, and there you go. It's a great, great trip. Number nine, make sure you notify your bank that you're traveling ahead of time. Make sure you let them know because their fraud detection systems can be alerted and then you're gonna be locked out of your money, which is not great. So this is a very easy thing to do. You can go online, just search the name of your bank and travel notification. You can usually do it right there on your website. And since you're focusing on some money priorities, I also want you to knock out another priority, which is term life insurance. So just like notifying your bank that you're traveling, it will take a ton of worry and stress and lower all of that. Having term life insurance will give you that same peace of mind. So getting a quote is so easy with Xander Insurance. Just plug in your information online and Xander will shop around for you and find the best rate. They make it really easy, convenient, and affordable to protect your loved ones. So just go to xander.com to get your free quote. Number 10, bring cash on your road trip. So this tip, it can save you time and money because with cash, you always spend less. And number two, if you need cash, you're not looking for an ATM from some random bank because when you use random ATMs, they really jack up the fees. So you end up paying more to get your money out. So bring cash ahead of time. Number 11, keep the kids entertained. This is a tough one, but there's some, there's some ways to do this, you guys. Word searches kid podcasts and audiobooks. You can even bring a baking tray with magnets and they can play on it. I mean, there's a lot of free things you can do, but if you love the screens, those cruises were kind of one of these, especially on trips. You let them watch movies. If you have iPads, make sure you bring, you know, the headphones, chargers, all that stuff to keep those kids entertained. Number 12, sleep is important. So get as much rest as possible. This is free. But when you are well-rested, it avoids having to stop for, you know, if you're having to get more caffeine in you, it just, it just creates a better, safer driver, which always is going to save you more money in life, let's be honest. Number 13, you ready for this one? Bring a travel potty. That's right. As cruises, this is what we do, especially when our kids are potty training. But if we're going on a road trip, we will do this so we don't have to stop. I would rather let my kids pee in this little plastic toilet dispose of it on the side of the road while stopped. We've made that mistake once or twice. Versus stopping, unloading everyone, going into some sketchy gas station or something. Like, no, no, no. We're going to keep this all clean, people. And it keeps things efficient. 
That's what we like. Number 14, use road trip apps. So you have Gas Buddy, shows you the cheapest gas. The iExit app, this is a great one. It shows you rest stops and restaurants. And the Road Trippers app, this is great because it helps you plan attractions if you want to visit for free different places. It has everything listed on it. It's pretty awesome. Number 15, be intentional with your attitude. Your mindset can make or break a road trip. This isn't really a money tip. I think it's an important one. You know, make sure you're excited and you're happy. Your attitude does a lot. does a lot for the family. Number 16, don't take a vacation if you're in debt. So if you have debt, you guys, we are all about paying it off as quickly as possible. And the more you sacrifice your lifestyle, which includes vacations, instead of paying for a vacation, you're taking that cash and you're throwing it at your debt. It is so key. So baby step one is that $1,000 emergency fund. Baby step two is the debt snowball, paying off all of your debt, smallest to largest. And all of this, it gives you this focus intensity. All of your extra money goes to this, not vacation. So if you got debts, pause the vacation until you're debt-free. Number 17, the most important road trip hack is to plan ahead. Plan ahead. Plan ahead for your money. You know, have a budget. Think about food, gas, parking fees, lodging, sightseeing, paying for a pet sitter if you had a pet, car maintenance if you need it. I mean, budget for all of this so that you have a plan because you will realize quickly that a budget, it doesn't limit your freedom, but it actually gives you freedom. It gives you freedom to say, hey, we can afford this. We have peace of mind. We're doing this on a plan with some guardrails, but we can enjoy it more because we know that we're not going to go home and regret decisions we were making because we spent money we shouldn't have spent. You have planned ahead of time, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right, you guys, I hope this helps. But you know, I love hearing how you guys save money on a road trip. So I love all your money-saving ideas. So on this one specifically, again, because the holidays are coming up, people are getting in their car, traveling, seeing family. I want to know some of your road trip packs. So let me know because all of this, you guys, saving money in general, it's a powerful thing. And it's in these little times in life, these little decisions that can make a big difference. Okay, you guys, staying healthy, it is a topic everyone is talking about, obviously because of the time of year we're in, obviously because we're in a pandemic, all the things. So building your immune system is so important, and there's a way to do it in an affordable way. So I decided to have Dr. Axe back on. He's a popular doctor of natural medicine, creator of DrAxe.com, and host of the podcast, The Dr. Axe Show. So... Dr. Hacks, welcome back. Hey, Rachel. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me yeah, again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad. So this is a topic, obviously, your health. Yep. Have you been busier than ever? I feel like I, the I last really, two years. I really have. You know, and I'm getting more questions than ever, whether it be on social media channels or my mom texting me. But, you know, there's, uh, you know, lots of questions about the immune system right now, obviously. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. So, so what are some ways, some just basic ways we can boost the immune system just in a simple way? Well, I think the first thing to remember, and and by the way, I love your question, is there are things we can do, right? I think sometimes people That's feel it. powerless, like, oh, there's really nothing I can do to 
to, to strengthen my immune system, there's actually a lot you can do. Number one, using food as medicine. You know, there are foods rich in certain nutrients like vitamin C and zinc and vitamin D that support our immune systems. And then keeping stress low, better sleep is important, light exercise, all of these things help. But I really think food is the biggest way we can really naturally support and boost our immune systems right now. Okay, so that's a great point. Okay, so off the top of your head, what are a couple of foods that you're like, this is... Here are four things I would absolutely add to my diet if someone has it yet. Yeah, so I would say, and by the way, what I'm sharing, a lot of this is ancient forms of medicine. So according to ancient medicine, both biblical medicine and ancient Chinese medicine, what they found is foods that are a certain color strengthen the immune system. Okay. Foods that are light yellow tend to be the most immune strengthening or foods that are white. So think about chicken broth. Anytime that, I, now I, I bet your parents, you know, when you, when you you were sick as a kid, I know this is what happened yes, to me. Yes. My mom gave me chicken noodle soup. <laughs> and then she also gave me ginger ale, which I look back, it had like 40 <laughs> grams of sugar. Totally. <laughs> but the ancient remedy throughout the Eastern area of the world when someone got sick with, with cold and flu was chicken bone broth and ginger herbal tea. Nobody says when you're sick, drink beef broth. It's always chicken. There are very, very unique forms of collagen and other nutrients that actually strengthen the gut lining, which is where 70% of your immune system lives. Mm. So bone broth, specifically chicken broth, is the number one superfood for supporting gut and immune system health. Yeah. Ginger, a very powerful herb, you can simply make ginger tea, buy ginger, grate it, or buy the powder. You can put it in different recipes. Garlic and onions or that light uh -huh. color as well, have tremendous benefits. And there's actually a type of soup many people have maybe had if they've gone to an Asian restaurant, miso soup. Yes. Very good for the immune system. So those light yellow foods I would put up on the list. In addition, foods rich in vitamin C. Papaya, citrus fruits like lemons and limes and grapefruit and oranges are fantastic. Strawberries and kiwis are actually very high in, high in vitamin C. And there's a few vegetables, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, bell peppers, and cabbage are also rich in vitamin C. So I could go on and on, but I, I would say it. vitamin C-rich foods and those light yellow color foods are probably the most immune-boosting foods okay. there are. Okay, that is so funny you said that about chicken noodle soup and ginger ale because I'm like, I was like in the 80s, you know, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. like, that's like all, yeah, that's like a thousand percent what my mom would give me. And it does because it, it traces back to all that. That's fascinating. Okay, and I love this too because in an affordable way, like everyone, you're having to eat no matter what. And so being able to plug in these elements of your yep. food that are that obviously are helping boost your immune system in this time, like it's that's so key because you're gonna have to buy food anyway, so might as well do it well. And bang for your buck, you can make chicken broth at home for a very affordable. In fact, what most people are discarding, which is where you know the uh, the animal tissue that has all the collagen, that's what a, a lot of people from. are getting rid yeah. of. And so you know you can actually you can go to your grocery store and buy chicken feet. Um, and that's where, I mean, that's literally where all the collagen lies or where, where you're pulling out all the things that make bone broth or chicken broth. So there are very affordable ways to do this. You can buy it in both the frozen section and in the packaged goods section of pretty much every grocery store on the planet. Yep. Uh, so I do think, you know, getting chicken broth is, you know, probably the number one thing we can do. And do that not even when you're sick. That's right, all the time. Yes. It's a great preventative measure. Okay. Okay, I'm sure the answer is yes to this, but I just have to know, like in your own personal life, are you very intentional with like, this is what I'm gonna eat for breakfast and I'm gonna have certain 
five, like I, I'm doing, yeah. like you're very, very intentional with each meal and what you're putting in your body, not just from a processed natural yep. standpoint, but even the vitamin standpoint, like, do you know what I mean? Like even that? A hundred percent. And some of it depends on the time of year. So just to give an example, you've probably heard of circadian rhythms, right? To where when the sun goes down, your melatonin goes up to help you sleep at night, cortisol's higher during the day. We also have seasonal rhythms that affect our hormones differently, which, keep certain organs stronger and others a little bit weaker. So to give an example, your liver is very strong in the spring. So the springtime is the best time to do a liver detox, where the fall is not the most ideal time. In the fall, you wanna be really supporting the immune system and gearing that up for winter. And so in the fall, you wanna be really loading up on foods that are the light orange, the, the yellow. So a lot of the foods I just mentioned yeah. are really ideal. And then there's certain supplements, cinnamon, is fantastic mm. this time of year. It's gonna support your pancreas, your blood sugar, that also can support your immune system. So getting, especially cinnamon and ginger, it's a lot of the foods we crave, right? People are moving in the fall. They're like, yeah, I want my pumpkin spice <laughs> latte and my pumpkin pie and my turkey and all of the things we love at Thanksgiving, right? That's innately within us. Like our body is craving certain foods this time of year in preparation of strengthening our immune systems. So fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Like you said, it's ancient medicine, right? It's biblical, it's Chinese, all that. Like that type of food, that is Thanksgiving food. Like everything you said. Is there a reason for that? Like was that a coincidence? You know, I think the way that God set things up is that's when you're having your your, your fall harvest, right? These yeah. are the things that are ripe and ready to eat that time of yeah, year. Yeah, I guess that's true. And yeah. so, so that seasonal eating, similar thing, you know, certain vegetables that, uh, you know, you're starting to get a lot of those green leafies in the spring. That's naturally what's growing. Yeah. So I think it's, what's natural to your region is really the way we should be eating is, is local and seasonal. Oh my gosh. It's like one of those things I'm like, I've never thought about that, yeah. <laughs> but it makes complete sense. Yeah. Okay, so obviously the food is great for the immune system. That's yep. like you said, food is medicine. That is that is so key. You mentioned sleep. Yep. And this is free too. This doesn't cost you anything. And we just don't get enough sleep. I mean, you hear this all the time from, or I do, from studies, books. Like you hear people talk about it. And it's probably true, right? People are running on fumes. Yep. They're staying up late. They're having to get up early, all of it. So walk us through just some good, healthy patterns of sleep that can help with the immune system. Yeah, the key for almost everybody is get to bed earlier. I mean, that is the key. If you have an alarm to get up at night, have an alarm to go to bed, shut off the TV earlier, or listen to a book on tape or something like that is a good thing to do, even if you're gonna yeah. get in bed earlier, if you want something to sort of you know entertain you yet help you fall asleep. There's a few things I do. Um, Chelsea and I, my wife, we have a weighted blanket. Actually, it is fantastic. Winston Grays will love you right now. He asked for that for Christmas two years ago. Hey, good for, <laughs> hey, good for you guys, because weighted blankets have been shown in clinical studies. You actually feel like someone is, is hugging you, so all the studies show your anxiety levels yes, go down, your melatonin goes up, and so we just bought a weighted blanket online, and we use that. That's great for sleep, keeping your room a little colder if you can. Not doing a lot of carbs and sugar before bed helps too. I saw a study recently that said, compared to 100 years ago, we get probably two hours less of sleep a night because of all of the you know computer screens and TVs, all of the light that is keeping people up. Yeah. But yes, sleep, if somebody gets less than seven hours of sleep a night, I think the stats are it close to triples their risk of getting a cold or flu. So getting more than seven hours a night is really critical to health. That is so good. Okay, well, I'll say this. We are not perfect in the cruise household, but we yeah. do go to bed early. Winston and I have been known that we're not, we have friends over. It gets to be like 8.30, 39. Like, we got to go. Okay. The cruises oh, yeah. are going to oh, sleep. Because yeah. we're just like, we are not night people yeah. at all. So we, we do. We go it's to great. bed early. We do wake up early, but we go to bed early. Okay, so cold and flu season. 
It's kind oh. of upon us right now. Yeah. What is it inevitable? Like it's like, is there a way to avoid it besides everything we just talked about? Is there other stuff that people can be doing? Because they're gonna be visiting family. Yeah. Obviously, COVID is in people's heads of like with family and all of that yeah. stuff. Well, one of the things I think people need to remember is, is that you shouldn't live in a state of fear. I mean, a lot of this produced by media and other things is like, we really believe we should have faith over fear. Like we have a big God, he created an incredible body and we just need to support our body the best we can. Here's the other thing to remember is, again, your immune system is powerful. Just like you uh, can train a muscle, for instance, like you can build a bicep or or a quadricep muscle or some your different muscles, mm-hmm. you can train and strengthen your immune system. Your immune system gets stronger every time it beats a cold or flu. So think about it, if you naturally get the flu and you beat it, now your immune system is actually more adapted and ready to, it's stronger now, to beat the next virus down the road. So it's important to know that your immune system, but you're more able and capable to beat a virus if your immune system is stronger as well. So that's why getting vitamin C, getting sunshine, you know, when you can, getting that vitamin D is critical for health too. So I, I think what I would encourage people to do is take control of your health, Take responsibility for you and your family and don't live in a state of fear. Just do everything you can just to strengthen your body's own immune system. And what we're seeing here statistically with people, and really this is almost any virus, people are most susceptible to viruses if they have a pre-existing condition. And so, and there's really three main ones that we're seeing. It's obesity, it's being far overweight. It is diabetes and it's heart disease. And so if you can also change your diet, we know using herbs like turmeric reduces your risk of heart disease, turmeric and garlic and green tea and Mm. eating a healthier diet. We know that people can lose weight, right? And people can reverse diabetes if they cut the carbs, add in more healthy fats and things like collagen and more nutrients. So we can make a huge, huge difference with our immune systems. And I would say in terms of supplements, you know, first off, remember food first supplements are for supplementing an already healthy diet. So if people are going to invest and spend on their health, you know, buy in bulk at places like Costco or Amazon or, you know, or your local, you know, grocery store or farmer's market, but get quality foods, number one. If people want to take just a couple supplements for their immune system, I like collagen and probiotics for preventative measures. And then if somebody is feeling ill, echinacea, elderberry, and then probably vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc are the things that are, are going to help them the most. Okay, my sister-in-law literally has a zinc block in her mouth that she, wow, like, that okay. she like, will yeah, like, yeah, wow. like at least once a week. I'll be talking to her. I'm like, do you have do you have zinc in your mouth right now? She's like, I am. So I am. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. But she's a like, lot all, of people are low in zinc. So. Yeah, she's like all about it, all about it. Okay, so vitamin D, that's another great one. I and, would say in the and middle— And that's free, of, right? The sun. Like, yeah, you just go if, out. Number one, if you can get it from the sun, it's the most effective way to get it. If you are, let's say, in the middle of winter, though, and you your skin yeah. has not seen the sun in three months, especially if you live up north— in that case, it can be good to take a supplement for those people. Okay. And by the way, if you ever want to check your vitamin D levels, you can do an online test for around $50 and know what your levels are. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's so good. Okay, so again, the holidays are here. Yeah. People are hearing all this, eat healthy, eat greens. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, but they're thinking, okay, how do I how do I incorporate that mindset into Thanksgiving, Christmas? Do you have a couple of like easy recipes just off the top of your yeah, head? Yeah, I do. Of, here are some things you can eat during these holidays that are good for you, help boost the immune system, but also are festive and part of the holidays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Chelsea and I, and my wife is an amazing cook, and we, we like to cook for Thanksgiving and the holidays awesome. together. But uh, we do pumpkin pie. And what we'll do is we'll do a crust that's made of something like nuts, like pecans, and so yeah. or a gluten-free crust. 
And then we just put in a little less sugar, you know? And so that's one thing we do if we do sugar. We actually typically do more maple syrup or honey or coconut sugar, so we use more of a natural sweetener. And we'll add in a little bit of extra cinnamon and that sort of thing. If we use ice cream, we'll buy coconut milk or oat milk ice cream. So anyways, we're just using healthier ingredients, trying to lower that sugar content a little bit as well. And then we are, we're trying not to just go overkill on the carbs, but here's the thing. Hey, if it's one day and it's Thanksgiving and you want to do mashed potatoes and pumpkin <laughs> pie and cranberry sauce and sweet potato, all the stuff, hey, it's okay. It's not that one day that gets somebody sick. It's that you're doing it the week before and then you're traveling and then when you get home, you're, you know, it, yes. it's just overdoing it. It's not the one day thing. So I would say, hey, have fun on Thanksgiving, spend time with family, eat what you'd like. But around that time, try and get more vegetables and or and meat, vegetables and organic meat. Mm -hmm. And and that's that, that's going to help out tremendously. That's so good. And even just cutting back the sugar. Like yes. What you just said, I was like, because that's what always gets people on the holidays too, I feel yep. like. Okay, so we talked about sleep, food is medicine, vitamin D, the sun. Yep. Okay, what other free things or inexpensive things can people do for their health? Yeah, there, there's a lot people can do to strengthen their immune system without spending money. And I'll, I'll give you a couple examples. One is exercise, right? Just move. Yeah. And when people hear exercise, sometimes that sounds intimidating. Even walking. You know, getting outside for 20 minutes a day and just going on a brisk walk does wonders for the, your immune system. It is so powerful, especially if you can do it just around any type of nature and the trees or just a walk through the neighborhood makes a big difference. The second thing is doing what I call a spiritual triathlon. Essentially, it's working on your spiritual growth, working mm -hmm. on building your faith and a hopeful mindset. You know, there's a study out, and this is really mind-blowing, 80% of doctor visits are related to stress. Interesting. So if somebody if, if somebody's watching too much of the news or they have a stressful situation in their family or at work, you know, that actually raises stress hormones like cortisol, which then weakens the immune system. And so one of the things I do and the way I start off every morning is I start off uh, just, just saying everything I'm grateful for. So I start off praising God, saying, hey, I'm so grateful for my wife. I'm so grateful for a mission in life I love. So I start my day off that way. And then I'll read something like the Bible or a spiritual growth book. Mm -hmm. And then I'll spend the next five minutes either meditating and thinking about, let's say I read, you know, 1 Corinthians and I'm reading like, love is patient, love is kind. Like I'll think about that, how I need to implement my life or in pray, you know, connect with yeah. God. But yeah. I found when I spend time reading the Bible and spiritual growth books and connecting with God first thing in the morning and to build my faith, it really takes that fear, it drives it down, my faith goes up. And, and that is probably, and I'm, I'm not just saying this, it literally is even statistically, scientifically, mm -hmm. the most powerful thing we can do to strengthen our immune system. Wow. What fear does is it drives your adrenal glands which then start to tax and weaken your whole immune system if they get into overdrive. And so literally by reducing that stress, strengthening your faith, it does wonders for the immune system. So I've always known this because I feel like it's, I mean, not common sense by any means, but you know how everything in your life is connected, right? Whether it's your spiritual, emotional, physical. I've heard someone say the yeah. issues are in the tissues, right? There when you're go. like That's stressed good. out, like it's, it does, your body responds in that way. And so I love that idea because it is this holistic way of looking at your life and your health and, and as someone of faith. But there is something to be said of a peace that you have yeah. and what that does. And I love that you connect that so much to fear because I think that there are a lot of things right now in our world. I mean, whether it's national affairs or or politics or COVID or financial situations, I mean, all of it, right? There's a, yeah. there's a lot of things right now that are causing that. And so when you can get above your own self yep. and know that there's something greater 
that, yeah. that is there and, and is for you, it does. It does wonders. It does wonders to your life. So I, I love that. I love that you yeah. can circle back to that because it does. It makes so much sense. So yeah. much sense. Okay, so great. Okay, where can everyone find you? Because I'm sure people are itching to say, oh my gosh, I want more. I want more. Yeah, uh, you can find me at drax.com. That's just D-R-A-X-E.com. I've got a website there where you can look up any of these foods. You can, if you've got a health problem, let's say hypothyroidism, you can search Dr. Axe Hypothyroidism. I've written articles and recommendations on things. And then social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, just Dr. Josh Axe. And then I own a supplement company called Ancient Nutrition. We're in health food stores and Whole Foods Market and Target with uh, you know collagen, probiotic supplements and that sort of thing. Okay, so one question I do like to ask yeah. people. What is one thing that you're doing with your money that you're enjoying right now? It's creating a life that you love. Wow. Um, I would say... Um, I mean, buying toys for my my daughter, who's a year and five months old. You know, <laughs> yeah. we. Uh, I mean, she she is just at. This, I was telling you before, like just at this perfect age so of. Sweet. You know, we brought her to the zoo recently, and you know, she wanted to get a stuffed animal, and like she just goes and grabs it and starts running away with it. We're like, no, we have to. You know, totally, we totally, have to pay for yes, this. But yes. I would say that's that's definitely oh, one of those things. Oh, so, so fun! That's such a fun season too. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, so great! Well, thanks again, Doctor Axe. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. One of my goals in 2020 was skincare. That's right. I wanted to try it all. I really dove deep into that world. <sighs> skincare, this is something I was passionate about for a solid 12 months. <laughs> and then I've kind of gotten off the train a little bit. But I just know from my mother, thank you, Sharon, those around me is like, hey, just take care of your skin. Take care of your skin now. Do preventative stuff. If you take care of it now, when you're older, you're going to just be thankful, you know? This can be for men and women, mostly women engage in all of this. But this idea in 2020, before the pandemic, I thought, I'm going to spend this year and just try different products, try different stuff, see if I can tell a difference, all of it. And it was great. It was great. I spent probably too much money doing it all, but I wasn't the only one. Mm -hmm. The pandemic changed all of our focus from wearing makeup every day because everyone was home to skincare. For example, online searches for vitamin C serum were up 49% last year. And Americans spend on average $322.88 on skincare every year. Some of you are thinking, what? That is, that's insane. That's stupid. That's crazy. Some of you are thinking, that's it? Oh gosh, I spend so much more on that. But that's the average, and that's what's happening. But no matter where you fall on the skincare spectrum, you don't want to get sucked into buying too much stuff, stuff you don't need, stuff you're not going to use. So we really want to figure out what is worth buying. So that is what we're going to dive into. The skincare basics are what's important. And so if you invest in some good products, you want to invest in good face wash, moisturizer, and sunscreen sunscreen number one, and my dermatologist agrees. Now, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars at the dermatologist's office. You can just get a couple of great things, even at Walmart or Target or a local drugstore. There are some quality products there that are inexpensive, but will help you in your skincare routine. So one of my favorites is CeraVe, and it's really the best quality and budget-friendly option out there. So I use CeraVe moisturizer. I love it. Um, there's CeraVe Hydrating Facial Cleanser out there. It's $14, but that is a great product. Now, in the winter, you know, the lack of humidity really dries out the skin, so you want some good moisturizer. And Cetaphil is great. They have great moisturizer. It's like 8 bucks. So again, 
good quality, but budget-friendly. Now, dermatologists always say one of the most important things to do is wear sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. So some pretty inexpensive sunscreen is Neutrogena. It has a highly rated dry touch sunscreen, and you can get a two-pack at Costco for $16. Some of you have a very big passion for clean products, so if that is you, this option may not work for you. But those of you on a budget that are like, hey, I just want some good sunscreen right now while I'm getting out of debt, all of it, hopefully that will help. And as a little pro tip, even if your makeup has SPF in it, you still need to wear sunscreen. So remember that. All right, for fun, here are three affordable options to take even better care of your skin during these cold and dry winter months. Hydration on the go. Again, Neutrogena makes a travel-sized gel boost moisturizer for around $8. Coconut oil is a great makeup remover. Yep, and supposedly a miracle cure for many things. And dermatologists actually agree that it's antibacterial, anti-yeast, and works, again, as a great makeup remover. My friend and guest on the show, Dr. Axe, approves of coconut oil as a moisturizer and anti-aging cream. And you can even put it in your hair as a natural conditioner. It's amazing. And Aldi sells a 14-ounce jar of organic coconut oil for just $4. And you don't have to buy expensive face towels either. So instead, you can get some soft baby washcloths just to clean your face. You can get a 12-pack on Amazon for less than 10 bucks. All right, let's move on to some free stuff. Here are five free things that you can do for your skin. Number one, drink water. Keep your body hydrated. Your skin will be hydrated. It is just good for your skin. Water, water, water. Number two, wash your pillowcase regularly. So you know how 2020 was my like skincare year? It's not as much here in 2021. So I will go to bed with my makeup on. I know it's not good. But just think about, even if you don't do that, but all the stuff that's on your pillowcase. So clean it so that it doesn't make your face break out. Also clean your cell phone. Yeah, that screen, you know, you hold it up to your face, get a lot of stuff. And wash your face masks between uses. A lot of people will break out because of your masks, so make sure you keep that clean. Also, clean your makeup brushes. Brushes harbor so much bacteria and old oil, so just find a good makeup remover and use that on your brushes. Clean your brushes even with just uh, shampoo you can do as well, but make sure you have clean makeup brushes. All of these things will help your skin. Now, if you bought everything we talked about, Today, you're going to spend around $60. And again, these things will last you an entire year even more. And that $60 is way less than the $322 that the average American spends on skincare. But again, no matter what you decide to spend, make sure it's in your budget. Being in control of your money is one of the most important things. And again, I'm all about living a great life, doing things that make you feel good, that you wanna do, it's great. All of this, this is not right, wrong, or indifferent. It, it is just making sure that you are focused on your money goals and that your budget is permission to spend. You have a plan on when you're spending your money. This is so, so key. Well, I hope this helps you guys. Again, skincare, it's a fun topic, it really is. Mostly for you women, but you guys, you can jump on board with some good skincare routines. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want to thank Dr. Axe for being a guest on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. And thank you all so much for listening. If you have not hit that subscribe button, make sure to do that. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review. As always, make sure to take control of your money and create a life you love. 